Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce courts and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 132nd episode, my wife doesn't trust me. Eight ways to show her I am changing. Plus, life calls from you. Answer your marriage in crisis questions. You can call in at callingstudio.com slash radical one for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote. God had one son on earth without sin, but never one without suffering. End quote. St. Augustine of Hippo. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion.
don't know what the heck is going on with this crap, man. Okay, as usual, technical problems when you're going live makes no sense, but hey, we'll deal with it, right? All right, so today we are speaking on marriage crisis and our wives don't trust us anymore. What do we do? Um, what is marriage crisis? So marriage crisis basically means that this could mean you or your wife, but we talk about from the men's perspective. So basically marriage crisis means that your wife has asked for divorce. She wants space. She uh, has uh, separated, um, has uh, filed for divorce, filed for an annulment, gotten a divorce, gotten an annulment. Um, and you guys haven't slept together in over a month, made love. There's no intimacy outside the bedroom. You're in a mediocre marriage, um, things like that. So that is what a marriage in crisis is. It's 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 very bad, and there are stages of which they get progressively worse. And so one of the things I have is called the seven stages of a wife's exit strategy, which lets you know what stage you and your wife are in and what is going to happen next if the emotional connection does not come back in your marriage, which is basically what's going on if you're in marriage crisis. The emotional connection is gone. Your wife has decided that I can't take it no more. And so what she has decided to do is say, well, to me, there's no reason for me to be here if you don't care about me. All right. Now, as I tell every guy that I talk to, that doesn't mean that she doesn't love you. That just means that she doesn't love the man that she sees that she's with because he, she, you're not making her feel, you know, you're not making her feel feminine, making her feel that you care, making her feel that you love her. Okay. So, and also if you're in marriage crisis, it goes. And so no matter what you do, so you're in, if you're in marriage crisis, it, it, this is the, the theme over and over again, no matter what you do, your wife believes you are only doing nice things you know, for her, like chores, gifts, saying nice things, etc., only to manipulate her so you can get her back. And that's basically what we're talking about. Most guys, what they'll do is when they're in marriage crisis, they'll start doing all these chores. They'll start going around the house and washing dishes and taking out the trash and uh, changing the diapers and getting the roof fixed and mowing the grass, doing all this stuff that their wife has been trying to get them to do for years, but see, they didn't think she was serious. And so now that she wants a divorce, all of a sudden now I want to do all this stuff. So this is why your wife thinks you are trying to manipulate her and why you do not, and why she, and why she does not trust you. Your wife no longer trusts you and believes anything you say. And that, that's a good thing. Another point too, your wife right now does not believe anything you're saying. You can talk. You can talk from now until the cows come home, and she doesn't trust you. She doesn't believe anything you say. She only says, "Why are you doing this now? Why didn't you do these things before I asked for a divorce?" And that's her mindset that we're selfish, that we're that we're only trying to get her back for us, so we can be happy. We're not trying to make her happy, and that's one of the things too. As the man of the house, your job is to make her happy is to, to, to you're doing this to make her happy, not make yourself happy. You want a great marriage to make your wife happy, not to make you happy. See, it's called service. And what happens is today, because we are taught when we're growing up, we're taught to only focus on ourselves. And then we get married 
And then we forget that it's not all about us. It's about, it's about, you know, it's about, um, it's, it's not about our wife or our husband. It's only about us. And I have wives all the time. Their thing right now when their marriage crisis is, I'm only thinking about me. I don't care. I deserve to be happy because she's getting coached by divorced women, single women, or people at work, her coworkers, and all that stuff because she can't talk to her husband and she's got to talk to somebody. So the people that she decides to talk to, they don't know anything about marriage. They're divorced themselves or they're not even married or they don't even have a man. And then they're trying to tell somebody else who's in a marriage how to deal with their marriage instead of saying, hey, maybe you ought to go talk to your mother and father. They've been married for like 50 years. Maybe you ought to talk to them. No, nobody says that these days, do they? No, because everybody is in misery when it comes to relationships. And so if I'm divorced, then I want you will feel better if you're divorced. So what I'll do, I'll give you all the bad information that I went through so that you can go through this divorce really easy. But then you don't tell her, you don't tell the woman that you're that you're giving advice to how miserable you are, how you're alone all the time, how you go to bed late. You go to bed by yourself, wake up by yourself. All you have is a dog or a cat or a hamster to keep you company. And that, after a while, that's nothing. You know, we don't tell them how the dating scene is real bad, how you get out here and it ain't what you think it is. You know, girl, you should try to make it work with your husband. Really try to make it work with him. It's not out here like you think it is. But nobody says these things. The priests don't say it. The pastors don't say it. The um the the you know their friends don't say it. Nobody says it. They say they love you, but they really don't tell you, and they're not truthful with you. You know, and I have problems right now. I got a guy, you know, I got a guy right now. He won't listen. He keeps wanting to do things his way. He keeps wanting to do things his way. You hire me, but you won't listen to me. You know, you dealing, and that's another thing guys don't understand. They come, I, you know. And a lot of times I can't tell when a guy's not humble when we're only talking for an hour because people can make you think they people can make you think almost anything when they're when they want to when, when they want to work with you and get a problem solved. Right. Like if they need a job or something like that. But, you know, you hire somebody which won't listen to them because you you can't you can't get over your own self. You know, you have no humility. You know, you dealing with one wife and I've dealt with hundreds of wives. And you're going to tell me that's not being arrogant. That's just I have way more experience than you. So what I'm trying to do is trying to help you through. And I tell you, it's going to be hard at first. It's always going to be hard at first because people don't like change. You don't like change and your wife don't like change. First of all, if you're changing, then your wife has to get used to you changing to that better man. Right. Guys think, well, I get coaching help or I go to a marriage counselor or therapist, and, you know, if it ain't working in one day, then I'll, you don't know what you're talking about. That's what a guy I got. Basically, that's what I got now. A guy like that now. Well, you told me to do this. It didn't work, so it's all your fault. <laughs> Is that ludicrous? Is that ludicrous or what? <laughs> this is why you are where you are. This is why a man gets in the hell that he creates for himself. And then we want to blame everybody else instead, you know, how to get out of it instead of looking at ourselves. And, and what I try to tell guys as gently as possible is your way is not working. It has not worked. 
and it won't work. And I try to say it as nice as I can, but they don't hear me. They don't hear me. It takes guys a while. It takes guys about a month to two months to hear what I'm saying. That's why I try my best to be really patient, especially the younger they are. I try to be as patient as I can. If you're like 20, 25, 30, 35 years old, I try to be real patient with you because you have no marriage experience. You don't have no life experience, really. If you're 40, 45, 50, and 60, I'm a lot less patient with you because you, you should know better. You, you, you know how to listen. You know how to how to be humble and to listen and to, to, to uh, you know, and try to work with somebody that's trying to help you and that cares about you, you know. But kids these days are bought up to defy authority, to not listen to authority, to only do what they want to do. If I don't like it, it must not be true. If I don't believe it, it must not be true. If I don't know it, it must not be true. That's craziness, but that's how kids are brought up. So really, anybody like 35 and below, 25, 30 years old, that's kind of how they they were brought up. That's kind of how they think. So you got to be a little bit more patient with them because they've been contaminated. And so you have to be patient with them. But the older guys, they know better. They know better. But that's just really pride in the way, you know. Um, So this is why we got to understand your wife. If you're in marriage crisis, your wife does not believe anything you say. She doesn't. She's heard it all before. She knows you better than you. And so as a man, you come and you get help. And they think a man will think, well, I've been doing this for two weeks and it ain't working. Well, of course it ain't working. You've been, you've been, you've been in marriage. Your marriage has been horrible for 20 years. And then you think that your marriage, that you can come and get a magic pill and your marriage is going to be great in two weeks. Guys really believe that they don't say it, but they believe that. Hey man, I took my car to the mechanic and mechanic fixed it. Now the car's running. Why am I marriage doing that? I came to the marriage coach. I did what he said do. I prayed really, really hard for 14 days. God didn't answer my prayer. What's wrong with God? That, that, that kind of mentality is exactly why a man is in marriage crisis right now. Because when a woman gets to the point of marriage crisis of I want space, I want a divorce, I, want, I don't love you anymore, all that kind of stuff, she has now flipped her time to God's time. That's another thing that men got to understand. When a wife gets a cold heart, in order to forgive you and trust you again, basically she, her and God's time are like the same. <laughs> like God's time is like right above her as far as length. What does that mean? That means she is going to, before she comes back to you, because in the past you've proven that you're not going to keep your word. So your wife is like, okay, I'm not going to go back and be miserable and go back to the same situation I was in. I'm going to make sure 100% that this dude is a different dude, that he's not the same man, because I was miserable five months ago. I was miserable 30 days ago. I was miserable two years ago with him, and he wants me to come back and get in that hell again. I don't thank you. I'll just be miserable by myself, and most wives are miserable when they leave their husbands. They are. They don't want to do it. They've planned for it for two years or so, but they don't want to do it, man. They really don't want to leave you. They really don't. But they feel they don't have no choice because you ain't listening. And that's their thing. And so when you really get down to it, it's a very sad, sad situation. But if you look at it from your wife's point of view, if you look from it from your wife's point of view and your point of view, you will see that she's probably right. 
you will see that she's probably right, that you did neglect her. You did make her feel insignificant. You did never talk to her right. You did never listen to her. You never valued her opinion. You know, you, ne you, you never spent no time with her, you know, and then she just kind of like, well, you know, at first she's like, well, he's 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 having a hard time at work or, you know, we're in financial problems right now. It'll get better once our financial problems go away and he gets more settled. But it never happens because once we get in the habit of a bad marriage, the bad marriage just gets more bad. <laughs> I know it's not a word, but it's very significant. It's truth. It's a very good way to put it. A bad marriage, once you get in the habit of a bad marriage, just gets more bad. It doesn't get better. But guys somehow think that it's going to get better. It doesn't get better until you as a man do one thing, two things, or three things. The first thing is have humility. Have humility. Realize you don't know a damn thing about relationships. If you did, you wouldn't be where you are. That's the first thing as a man you got to recognize. I had to recognize it. When my wife, me and my wife are in divorce court and I'm standing there in front of the judge, I have a lawyer and my poor wife does not. And I look at her, that's probably the worst day of my life. I looked at my wife and I felt so horrible. I felt so horrible because she looked so beaten down and so sad. And at that time, she wasn't really, she wasn't sick. We didn't really know that she had leukemia. So she was her regular self. You know, and I felt really bad. Because that's my wife. I love her. But see, once a woman gets that cold heart, they don't think straight. They don't really think. They don't really understand that you want to get back, that you're trying to change and do better. You know, and they're not really trying to make it work. So you have to convince them. You know, um, and then when my wife got really sick, you know, I'll call my lawyer because I didn't really know my wife was even really sick. That's how bad relationship was. I didn't really know my wife was even that sick. So I'm calling the lawyer saying, hey, what's going on? Have you talked to her lawyer and stuff like that? And then the lawyer, this is how people are. My lawyer, she's my lawyer. Don't even really tell me that she's trying to delay the divorce based until my wife dies. Because it, it wasn't cool. Why if you just went up? Because obviously, I didn't even know the real situation because my wife had this other guy. And so he was around the hospital. He was around all the time. So I'm not trying to go to the hospital with some other guy around. I ain't trying to do that. So I didn't, and then her mother didn't want to talk to me. Nothing. All I would do is just take the kids when wasn't nobody else around. So I really didn't know anything. And she might be sleeping in the bed and stuff, but I didn't, I didn't know anything really. So I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, she's going to be okay and stuff till one day I go to the hospital and the, my boys are by standing behind me and we're walking around the corner into her room. And all of a sudden there's a nurse on each side of my wife. She has an eye patch on her eye. All her hair is cut off. She has a big scar down the front of her face and she's flailing her arms all in the air because she's on morphine. And my boys almost saw it. And, and right in the time I walked around the corner, I said, Oh my God. And I stopped them. And cause I didn't want them to see, I mean, that's talking about tragic a life tragic scene and I pushed them away and pushed them back and they didn't see it. And they were like only eight or nine years old, 10 years old, seven years old, something like that. But man, this is, this is how bad it, it, you know, it doesn't get any worse than that. It doesn't. You, you have a wife when you first meet, you love each other, you care for each other. There's nothing in between you. And then all of a sudden you look up 15 years later and Satan is right in the middle of you 
and neither of you can see your way out of it. And that's it. This is why in order to get Satan out of the middle of your marriage, you must have humility. Okay. And you must, that means what? I don't know. You have to tell yourself, I don't know nothing about marriage. I don't know nothing. And once you say that to yourself, you go, okay, if I don't know anything, then I need help. Right. And so then, you know, you get the help. You you start trying to get the help you need, you know, and you don't sit there and argue and fight with a guy with a person that's trying to help you for an hour. You don't do that. You try to try to calm down and listen and try to do what needs to be done and pull your ego out of it. Okay. So now today we talk about a few things to show her that you are changing and that she's changed, that the changing is possible for it to be permanent. And that's another thing we've got to understand that change your wife is just not going to, just because you're doing a few things does not mean that you've changed permanently and she's not going to believe that. This is why there are stages. Like today is the first stages of stuff. This is, this is simple stuff, you know, to show your wife that you are different, that you might be changing, that there's a possibility that you might have changed your ways, that she can start to trust you again. Okay. This is a hard thing to do because she knows you better than you know yourself. And you can can see you coming a mile away. The key here is to understand um, that you are doing a life change, not a temporary change just to get things back the way they were. Oh, man, I cannot express to you how important I have to bang this into men's heads because instinctively they go, I just want to have my marriage back the way it was when we first started. I just want to fix this and get things back the way they were. And then I can kind of start. And then I, I know what they're thinking. We, I can fix this problem because I know men. I can fix this problem. And then I can kind of go on and get back to my life and she'll be happy. No, she won't. No, she won't. If you try to change and you don't want to keep the changes forever as I make it as a life change, then what will happen is you will find yourself in the same place five years from now. Because women aren't stupid. Once they get hip to your game, they're they're not trying to hang around like that. They're not trying to they're not trying to believe anything you're saying until you prove to them. So if you start going back to the way you were, then she'll just start doing what she's doing and start leaving. Okay. Um, next, your wife needs a husband that doesn't neglect her, places her as priority number one, and values her opinion. What she wants is a hero. So after the break, we will list a few things that will start to show her that you aren't the same man and that you are trying to change. And more important, it shows. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me 
personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right, hip, 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 hop to the hip, the hip, hip, the hop, and you don't stop the rock. Whoa, remember that song, y'all? <laughs> okay, so um, what we're going to go is we're going to start getting to the things. Now, again, as I said, these are simple things that will start to just, these are like the beginning stages of things that you can do to start to show your wife that you are changing and that you may that you have the potential to be to go all the way. Now, these these aren't really in depth, but they're just the surface things to get her to see on the outside that you may that 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 she can start to look at you again in a different light. Because before before these things, she couldn't stand you, don't want to look at you, don't want to talk to you. All I want to do is talk about the kids if you have any. Um, and then that's kind of where we are. So if you're a person, uh, a man, and you're going through this kind of thing, your, your wife doesn't trust you anymore, give me a call. You know, get on the phone. Give me a call. 313-RADICAL, you know, 313-723-4425. I think that's the number. <laughs> I just do it off my memory. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. 723. Yeah, that's it. 317-723-4225. Yep. So, um, so number one. Number one, to start to show that your wife is that you are changing um, is look good. Oh, this is a hard one right off the bat. It's a hard one. Don't look shabby and pitiful. Keep your hair cut and combed. Make sure you've shaved and trimmed your beard. Wear nice and complimentary clothes. Lift weights for bigger arms, chest and trimmer abs and keep your nails cut. Now, you would think that that don't mean no difference. It does to a woman. She's looking at you. If you look all dejected and look pitiful, you look needy, you're looking all sad, she don't she don't want to be around that. She don't. You want to look at you want you want your wife to look at you and be like, oh my God, he's, he's like, okay, what's going on with him? Things must be good over there. He's getting more confidence, he's looking better. Okay. It might seem like a small thing, man, but it's not. You know, get to the gym, start lifting weights, get your arms bigger, your chest bigger, so you you, you fill out your clothes right, you know. Um, keep your hair cut and your and your and your um and, and you know keep yourself trimmed up, keep your beard shaved right or your mustache. Don't look shabby, you know. Get you some new nice new clothes, even some new work clothes. If you work in construction, get you some new clothes. You've got to start building your confidence up, man. You just lost your wife. You know what are you gonna do? Keep being the same old guy? You're gonna be like the world says? Oh, you gotta accept me for who I am. Well, you tried that strategy and your wife didn't go for it no more. She didn't go for it anymore. Okay, number two, number two, number two, number two, smell good. 
Wash up or take a shower. Don't be stinky when you see your wife. Buy a good bottle of cologne, preferably one your wife likes. Mouthwash, deodorant, hand lotion, brush and floss your teeth. Now, you might say, of course I'm going to do that. No, man, you'd be surprised people don't do that. What I'm saying is, man, when you go see your wife, if you know you're going to see your wife, don't look like the old Tom, Dick, and Harry. Look like the, the, the new man that you're trying to say that you're trying to become. And that comes with smelling good. That comes with looking good. Okay? Next. Number three, keep your house and car cleaned. Why? Because you never know when your wife's going to come over. You never know when your wife's going to want to get in the car. So if the car's all trashed out, the car ain't washed, the car ain't waxed, the car has trash all in it, the car's running like a clunker, the muffler's all loud, you know, or she goes to the house and the restroom, the toilet's got stuff all on it, the kitchen ain't clean, the living room's all trashed out, the bedroom and, the, and all the um um and the uh, bathrooms look look gross. I mean, what do you think? Okay, you look like a sad man to her. Like, oh, this is pitiful. If you're a woman, you walk in, this is pitiful. This is real pitiful, you know. So you've got to show. Listen, here's the thing: as a man in marriage crisis, you've got to show your wife that you can get along without her. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but you got to show you can get along without her, and stop being all and that you're not this needy guy that you were, that you're begging her to stay and begging her don't go and all that stuff. It don't work. It don't work when she gets to this stage. Okay. So keep your house clutter-free. Clean the restrooms. Clean the kitchen. Make sure the living area is free of food and boxes. Keep your bed made and bedroom straightened. Keep the outside of your car washed and waxed. Keep the inside of your car cleaned and clutter-free of trash. And buy some air freshener for your house and your car. Believe it or not, it works. Believe it or not, I've had women dudes do that, and the wife would go, wow, the house looks really nice. What are you doing? Right? So you're 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 getting off your butt and you're trying to you you know you're trying to make everything look good. Okay. So next, number four, stay away from negative people. This is a big one. Okay, so everyone, when you when you start telling, so okay, let me put it like this: women have their own support system at this time. Okay, what do I mean? Support system of Divorced women, single women, and other people telling them, parents and sisters and brothers, friends telling them that, yes, you should divorce him. He ain't worth nothing. He's treated you bad these last couple of years. You don't even love him anymore. And he definitely doesn't love you. What are you there for? That's her support system. And it's strong, too. It's strong. Matter of fact, it's just not those people. It's the whole world. When she walks outside, she sees all the clues of how great the being divorced is. You know, because why? There's a new life around the corner. Yeah. Okay. So you, you're the husband. Your wife wants to divorce you. You're in marriage crisis. And guess what? You have nobody to talk to. And anybody you do talk to, they can't help you. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They feel bad for you, but they can't help you. So what do you do? You just kind of miserable. You just kind of be miserable and, and just kind of hang around. Go to work. You know, you don't want to eat. You don't, you're not eating because you don't feel like eating. You know, you're losing weight and stuff, which can be a good thing. But you're not, you know, you're losing weight because you lost your wife, not because you're just on this great health kick. 
So anyone who is saying any of the following, you stay away from them. Why? Because they're, they're just trying to make a, the situation worse. They're not trying to help you. They don't love you. People say, if anybody tells you to get rid of your wife, when, in the, when, they, when God's telling you to fight for your wife, and God, is, especially if this is your first marriage, God is telling you to fight for your wife if you listen. Don't, it kills me the amount of men that say, well, man, uh, I don't know if this is what God wants for me to stay in this marriage and I'm so happy and she's so unhappy, all that stuff. Man, that's ludicrous, man. That's crazy. That's crazy people thinking. That's quitter thinking. That's weak thinking. Of course, God wants your marriage to stay together. Of course he does. Man, you got five kids, man. And, and so God's look at Christ on the cross. Look at Christ on the cross. Would Christ leave his wife and his five kids and leave and walk out of the door if if he if he had a family? Of course he wouldn't. That's why he's hanging there. And that's why we as men should be looking at that. So anybody that says, well, you know, God's will, I'm just putting it in God's hands. You know what that's a, that's a code for? I ain't going to do a damn thing. That's what that's a code for. Well, that's what God wants. I'll just leave it in God's hands. That's code for I'm weak. I ain't going to do a damn thing. And God let him do everything. And God's going to go, you're right. I'm going to do everything, which means I ain't going to do nothing until you help. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So these people, you don't talk to people about your marriage that ain't trying to support you. I call them soldiers. People who are negative to you about your marriage, trying to get you to leave your wife and all that kind of stuff. You don't want to talk to them. You don't be rude. You just, you just change the subject or, you know, just say, Hey, I got to go to work or whatever. Okay. So anyone who is saying any of the following, get over it and move on. Okay. First of all, that's your wife. That's the mother of your children. That's the one, even though she's having an affair, it don't matter. You've got to just, you just don't, just don't give up and leave because what you have to do is figure out that the reason my wife is gone with another man, the reason my wife has left me is in part because of me. But if, if, if as a man, we don't understand women, sure, what she's doing is she's messing around with another guy. That is horrible. That is very bad. But we are part of that. We are. We help with that. We help create a bad marriage. Nobody creates a bad marriage on their own. Nobody. Okay? Number two, forget her and, and get you another woman. How many times have you heard that one? If you're in marriage crisis right now, all these things I'm saying, you've heard them. It's not nothing new to you, right? Forget her and get and get you another woman, right? So basically that's saying go out and do what everybody else is doing, which of course is going to make things worse. The next thing is life is short. Don't waste it on her, right? She's She don't want you, so you shouldn't want her. So life is too short. Go out and get you another woman or move on and all that kind of stuff. Stay away from those kind of people, man, because they want you to be like them. Get, get the divorce now. She isn't worth it. So get the divorce now. She's not worth it. And the kids will be okay. Your happiness is what's most important. Is that from hell or what? Of course it is. Anybody that tells you a therapist, a counselor, a coach, a friend, a parent, your wife, anybody that tells you the kids are going to be okay and that your happiness is what's most important, you need to run from it as far as you can. That's for sure Satan right in the middle, right there, right there. Satan's right there, okay? 
Next, number five, um, only have conversations with those who support you. So this is kind of the contour to the last one, counter to the last one. They are the ones who truly care about you. You need them for support and can, and can be honest with them. They will give insightful advice. They will encourage you to fight and not give up. These are people who understand God. These are people who really love you and say, hey, man, you can get past this, but you got to work at it. You know, you guys fix yourself. You know, your wife will come back, but she she wants to see that you're not the same guy. Those are the people you want to talk to. Those are your soldiers. So then when your wife talks to them, they're saying the same stuff to them, that, that to her, that they said to you. It's very good. It really helps. Okay? This is why you don't talk to negative people. You talk to supportive people when you're in marriage crisis. Okay? Number six, uh, continually tell your children the following. So the way you communicate with your children in this time is 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 a big is of utmost importance because most women in marriage crisis what they try to do is commandeer the kids why because women don't leave they don't divorce their husband they don't ask for a divorce they don't move out and all this stuff without support women need support and so one of the first things they try to do is to get the kids to hate you I know it's unreal, it's selfish, and it's not fair. But almost every woman in my in that's been in my that I've had in my every husband that I've had in my in my um in my program, the wives are doing exactly what I'm telling you that they're doing. They try to commandeer the kids. They tell the kids about the divorce. They tell the kids about all the bad stuff. They tell the kids that you know that that me and mommy and we're moving. And they're telling the kids, you know, daddy's not good and daddy's this. It's all daddy's fault and all that kind of stuff. And so the kids, they don't know what the heck to do. The kids are so confused, they don't know what to do. Hell, two years, five years ago, he was the best man ever lived to walk the planet. Now he's scum? I don't know. I'm a kid and I'm eight years old. That just doesn't quite make sense, does it? You know, but that's what women do. They don't women don't mean to do it. They don't try to do it, but they're they they need support. They want everybody on their side to give them the courage to abandon their family. And so what they do is become very selfish and they they just try to commandeer the children and to make the children against the father, like me, like the kids and the and 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 the kids and the wife are one big team, and we're all against the mean ogre dad. And it works. It works. Even with the older kids, it works. You know, because men, we're always the O's. We're always the jerks. We're always the assholes. We're always the ones that, you know, we can't ever do nothing right. You know, we're big O's. We're stupid, don't know nothing. And we're so insensitive. So we're the easy target, right? We're the easy target today. And women take advantage of it all the time. And when they're in marriage crisis, they want to leave or they're unhappy. First thing they do is commandeer the children. So, but you, you're not going to play that game. What you're going to do is you're going to say these things to your kids. And the reason why, well, I'll tell you in a sec. Well, I'll tell you why. The reason why is kids ain't stupid. They will figure out who the jerk parent is. Even the little ones. Four, five, eight, nine, 10, 12, 15, 16 years old. They will figure out who the jerk parent is. 
So if you sit there and dog out their mother to them, they're going to, even if you are the one in the right, they're going to take her side. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to move towards her. They're going to, you're going to give, you're going to give your wife what she's been trying to do. Okay. This is why you don't be negative with the kids. First of all, that's your kid's mother. And so you don't want them, you want them to find out on their own what kind of parent they have. You don't want to be telling them nothing. The only thing you tell your kids is this. I love your mother with all my heart. I'm still devoted to her. You have not given, I'm not, I have not given up on her. It's not just her fault, but you have faults too. And I contributed to our bad marriage as well. You will always be there for them and their mom. And you love them more than anything. That's the narrative. If you try to do anything else, you're going to hurt your kids even worse than they already are. You cannot be, you can't fall into the evil one's mission, which is to get to, to make things worse with your kids. So we, we your, you and your wife are already damaged. So now we're going to make, we're going to mess the kids up even worse. That's not fair. That's not fair. Okay. Number seven, almost done. Number seven, never leave a conversation with your wife without communicating the following. So, when you talk to your wife, you know, you always want to tell her that you love her, that you're still there for her, that you understand why she feels she's got to do what you want to do, but you really don't agree with it, but you understand, you know, things like that. You haven't given up, you know, um, and that you, you know, you're, you're, you're here, you're here for her when she, does, if she ever changes her mind or whatever. And if you're trying to do anything other than that, like beg her to come back, like try to kiss her and try to hug her and try to uh, uh, move in on her time and try to find out where she lives. And she don't want you to find out where she lives. You know, I had a guy, he was, it was going really, really great, man. His wife was really stonewalled. She was really cold, but we had gotten it to the point where she was coming over to his house, sleeping in, in his bed again, they would watch movies together. They were getting closer together. They were having dinner and stuff and all of this stuff. And he makes a, he got comfortable and, and, and makes a critical mistake. She didn't want him to know where she lived, but it took her months and months and months to trust him enough to tell her, to tell him where she lived. Right? So what does he do? One night he shows up at her house. And that was it. That was it. He lost her because she lost it. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, man, is this a very fragile time. You don't know what you don't know. And you have to be very careful when you do things and take things a step at a time, you know, um, and you can recover for something like that. It just, it's going to be harder the next time. Like when your wife started getting mad, when, you know, if a, if a, if a, if a uh, wife's in marriage crisis, husband's in marriage crisis. And when his wife first starts getting mad at him, it's easy to talk your way back into her, into her graces, right? Oh, I'm, not, I'm never going to do it again. I love you more than anything. I'm here. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And so what do you do? She goes, okay, I'm going to trust you again. Then what do you do? Same old stuff you did before. So then what happens is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Start doing chores again and burning flowers, do all this stuff. So she goes, okay, I'll trust you again. 
Then what do you start doing? Start doing the same old stuff again. Neglecting her, not spending time, arguing, fighting, you know. So then she gets mad, and this is it. I'm cold-hearted. I ain't trusted nothing you say. I don't believe nothing you say. I'm not going to come back. I'm not ever coming back, and I don't care what you say. Then you got a job ahead of you. You got a big job ahead of you, okay? Number eight, the last one, when her mouth is moving, yours is not. One of the quickest ways to show your wife you are changing or have the possibility to change is to listen to her intently and not interrupt her anymore. This will be difficult, especially if you are used to jumping in with your opinion and neglecting hers. If you are unable to listen to her and value her opinion, how can you really learn to love her and prioritize her above all else in your life? I, I can't. I can't express that's the most important thing I said. He don't listen to me. He interrupts me when I'm talking. He don't care about me. He don't care about what I say. Every time I open my mouth, he interrupts me. He threatens me. He makes me feel unsafe. That's all the stuff they use. That's all the stuff they use, man. And when we don't listen and we don't value their opinion, they start to think one thing. Well, we're selfish. We only think about ourselves and we don't care about them. So then what they start doing, they start commandeering our children. They start getting divorce papers together. They start planning to leave, to get away. And I don't want that for you. You, you have to understand that you can fight this, man, but it's, it, you got to do a complete change, not just for your wife, not just for your children, but for God and your children's children and their children and their children and their children. Create something a great legacy in your life and your you create something that every man wish they had you want to build a legacy create a great marriage that's how you do it you know money and building architects and buildings and leaving by foundations and all that stuff okay that's nice that's good but boo in the end nobody really cares i had to tell a guy yesterday man What's important is God, your relationship with God, the respect, love, devotion of your wife, and how your children view you as a father, as a man. That's what's most important in your life. Get over it and get it together. That is what's important. None of that other stuff matters. It really doesn't. All that other stuff is cake. It's icing on the cake. It really is. And those are the things that are great. Yeah, a lot of money is great. Being an architect and building great buildings is great. Having a foundation of charity is great. You know, feeding the poor is great. Going to visit men in jail is great. Volunteering at church is great. Having every everybody loves you is great. Having people that love you and admire you is great. But none of that crap means nothing. If your relationship with God is terrible, your wife can't stand you and your kids hate you. Think about it. Just think about it. Bam. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, 
visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. And so for today, we are done. I hope you guys, as usual, I know I always say this, I hope that you guys got some out of that and it helped you some, or I hope it helped you a lot. Believe it or not, these are the first things that, you know, it's only eight things, but it's it's the first, it's the first things of how you know you've got to change. Fix yourself. Focus on fixing yourself, and your wife will see it. And if she loves you and still cares about you, she will give you the benefit of the doubt and she will start giving you clues that she wants to hang out more, have conversations more, talk to you more. You guys can do things together, but it's gonna take time because your your emotional closeness is severed. And once it's severed, you know, it's it's hard because pride gets in the way. Okay. But you can do it. It's little wins, micro wins is what I call them. Micro wins, micro wins, micro wins lead to big wins. Okay. So as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict the 16th, which states society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.